My name is Leah Gracine, and I am the host of Side Grace Podcast. This podcast was created to increase our insight, work on our mental health, as well as create a happy and satisfying life, whatever that may look like for each and every one of you. I release a new podcast episode every Wednesday at 6 a.m. So set your reminders, as well as follow me on my official Side Grace Instagram. So side underscore grace, that's where you can find additional information that follow and attach to the podcast episode of that week. As well as I am a clinical mental health counseling student at this moment in my master's degree. So everything that I share with all of you, the advice that I give is personally what has worked for me and the things that I have experienced. I'm not a professional yet. So If you need professional advice or you have any concerns, please contact a therapist, your doctor, because I am not a professional yet, but I do give some advice. So that being said, let's roll into the episode this week. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode today and let's get into it. Hi, anxiety. I mean, hi, Sai Grace followers. Thank you so much for coming back to my podcast episode this week. I'm your host, Leah Gracine, and this week we are talking about, and you probably kind of picked up on it in the beginning, we're talking about anxiety, right? I'm spending the time with all of you to discuss about my anxiety, and I know I talked about it last year, so I think it's something really great to revisit because we do want to be able to revisit things and see where we've grown and where we want to make improvements. And that's why I thought it would be really great to do that right now. As a side note, if I sound tired at all, please excuse that, okay? I just got my booster shot and I'm kind of getting a little sleepy as I'm recording this. I didn't think this through. I really didn't. But that being said, if I feel a little bit, you know, if I seem a little bit tired, that's exactly why. But back to what we're talking about. So we're talking about anxiety. And I don't know if you remember the episode last year, but there's an episode from last year where I talk about my anxiety and I get really kind of frank. I get honest and I share a lot about how I experienced anxiety last year. But the thing is, I didn't talk about my anxiety this year, right? It's 2022. It's a whole different year. And I think it's really important that we, like I said before, reflect right? Go back, see how we've grown, right? See where we can make continuous growth. And I want to take that opportunity all with you now to do so. So this year, my anxiety has, honestly, it hasn't been It has its ups and downs. Let's just say that, okay? She has her ups and downs. She has her ebbs and flows. Yeah. So 2022, though, overall has been a really great year for me. Um, Yeah, you know, I really noticed a change in my anxiety once spring and summer came along because I was able to get outside. I was able to connect more, do things, like be, like I made the goal that I wanted to live more. And I was really holding true to that. And that with that goal required me to really start to switch how I talked about things and experiences in my head. 
So oftentimes, like when I said I wanted to hang out with people or, you know, experience life again, I would be super, super anxious, right? I wouldn't be able to get myself to go in that that spot because, you know, it, the anxious mind is very, very powerful. And I, in a way, sabotaged a lot of experiences for myself and stayed away from a lot of things. So... 2022, I had those moments, but I really started to push myself and grow in a healthy amount, right? So I didn't do it in a way that was too much. I didn't do it where I was like, we shouldn't be anxious. Let's go back to the way we were before. I knew that was not going to happen. Like I absolutely knew that was not going to happen within the time frame that I would like that to happen. So... It really started maybe around March, I would like to say, and I would start slowly going out with friends um, in small settings and it would feel really good at the moment. Still would have some anxious thoughts. And then there was a trend for a while where my anxiety thoughts would kind of seep through into, you know, the day after. And I would just be like, oh my goodness, like what if something's going to happen to me? I'm so worried. I'm so scared. And I would just go down this laundry list of things that could happen. And it was just this repetitive thing, right? It was really increasing my anxiety. And sometimes the anxiety would go on for days after that event, hanging out with my friends. So I noticed that that was a trend, right? With my anxiety, I had to really tune into it. I had to see, okay, when is it happening? Where is it happening? Who is it happening with? right? Is it happening with myself? Is it coming out of nowhere? Is it triggered? Is it not? Or can I find out the trigger? My anxiety take, well, took a lot of investigative ways to find out who I am as a person and what triggers me, what doesn't. What triggers my anxiety, what doesn't, right? And if it does trigger, how can I then remedy that? So it took getting to know myself a lot more. And the only way I was able to do that was putting myself in those situations. So by doing so, being in those situations gradually and more increasingly, it was like, okay, like this isn't too bad. Like I'm it yeah, that anxiety the day after is a lot, but I'm I was learning how to kind of navigate and manage it at the same time. In the beginning, it it wasn't easy, but it took some time, right? And so with that, my anxiety now in 2022 has, I would say, substantially kind of decreased. I'm being able to manage it a lot more. I know when some things are going to trigger me, when it's not, what precautions I have to put in. And then also, like, the only thing I would have to say is my health anxiety as well has declined, but that's still there too. But it's not as rampant as it was, like, my goodness, a very, very long time ago, which was literally a year ago. Talking about my anxiety last year, right? I don't know if you all remember, but my anxiety was really, really tough last year. Like I was in the midst of it. I've, I guess I knew I had anxiety before, but this was exacerbated to no end. And I just remember every single day fighting against my thoughts, my mind, and myself. 
there was just an internal battle that was continuously happening where Aaliyah wanted to take control, but my thoughts were fighting me. It literally felt like tug of war every single day. And a lot of the days, my anxiety won. For me, my anxiety put me into anxiety attacks, literally weekly. I would sit on the floor and literally be in fetal position. I would wake up in the middle of the night and literally wake up my parents, fetal position on their bathroom, crying, can't breathe, shaking, sweating. I feel like there's like an internal doom. Something is going to go wrong, right? That was hard for me. It was so difficult to have to do that on a weekly basis. And I knew it really tapped out on my parents, especially my dad. I would get a cut, like literally a cut, a simple one, something that I would never react to before. But because of the nature of how my brother passed, it really affected me and how I see my health. So when I like would get a scratch, oh my goodness. I needed confirmation always. I was always checking. I was checking Google. I was checking like any research files. I went to my dad. I needed confirmation. I was fine. It was literally a rampant cycle over and over again to the point where I felt like with my own anxiety, I no longer could trust myself and what I thought. My thoughts seemed so invalid because how can my thoughts bring me to such despair? How can my thoughts make me literally go into fetal position and have a complete breakdown? How can my thoughts prevent me from being with loved ones outside of my family? My anxiety was winning. She was, she really was. But on top of that, what I have to say is that even though my anxiety was winning, I was really determined to try each day, right? I I knew that my anxiety just couldn't go away, right? I knew that this was going to be a day by day process. And I just took every day as it came. I didn't even look into the future at that point. It was just a day-by-day situation. And I also allowed myself to kind of explore new ways of coping because even lifting brought me some level of anxiety because sometimes my heart would be racing and I would think, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Like there's something wrong. My heart's going to stop. I'm going to have a heart attack. That, this, and the third, like there was a spiral effect with those things And I just, it was really hard. 2021, that's all I have to say. It was extremely difficult for me. And with that, you know, I'm just grateful that I was able to do those things over time. I was grateful that I was able to try new things, which I picked up stitching. I picked back up knitting. I started writing more. And again, it was just important for me to explore different areas um, that allowed me to take me out of those thoughts. So 2021 anxiety, Aaliyah, was an extreme struggle. It was a power struggle between my mind and who I was as a person, what I wanted, what I needed, and my mind 
did not care. She was like, nope, I could care less. So now, like I said before, my anxiety here in 2021 has significantly lessened. I'm able to rationalize a lot better. Like I'm able to recognize when a thought comes in, I'm like, this is going to pass because we've done this a thousand times. Like this automatically always tries to come in. My thoughts will try to scare me and tell me that I saved myself. I took care of myself. No, this literally happened before Leah. And it's okay that this has happened before, but we just need to sit in it or kind of ride through it. Or we need to kind of go to our resources to figure out what do I need? And that's what's so important with anxiety. Anxiety, again, is not something that I think it's understood, but sometimes being in it is when you truly understand it. Because I've met other people where their anxiety really takes them into a loop of impending danger right? The insecurity, the lack of confidence in the decisions that they were making. And I even can see it impacting relationships around them. And so for me, my anxiety really impacted like continuing and making connections with, you know, my friends and all those that I love, as well as just, you know, being me, not being afraid of my own body and my own health. So that's really important. But then on top of that, anxiety looks different for everyone, which is really important to take away. My anxiety and how I express it doesn't look the same like the person next to me. And it might. It also might not. So there's no way that I can injustify that I can um, degrade someone else's experience because it's not my own, right? I can show empathy, but... I will never be able to really say, oh, yes, I have anxiety, so I know exactly how you're feeling because everyone else kind of has their own struggles and why they may feel anxious or why they have developed an anxiety, right? So that's really important to remember when it comes to anxiety. And it's okay, right? I understand that it's something that is extremely disturbing or disruptive, to our daily life at times. But I, there was a place where I had to come into where I said, I, I am anxious. I have anxiety. I know this. There's no fighting this. There's only learning and navigating this and, you know, managing this. And that's where I'm in that headspace for 2022. The one thing that I really learned with my anxiety, though, is that I have a sense of gratitude for it. Being in the thick of my anxiety, like being in that taught me so much about myself, what I needed, who I needed. And it taught me that people do care about me and care about the struggles that I have. And it brought people around me in closer ways than I think I ever had before. So for me, I have to say I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful for my anxiety. Now, yes, she really causes a disruption in my life at times. But 
she really taught me a lot of valuable things. The first thing that she really taught me, and I love how I'm referring to anxiety as she, and that's hilarious, but my anxiety really taught me that I need to ask for help. Like, I legitimately have to ask for help. I can't do everything alone. It's not manageable. It's not feasible for me. And when I do try to do everything alone, sometimes it even exacerbates that anxiety way more for me than if I had asked for that help and support. But on top of that, of asking for help, it taught me that, okay, on top of asking for help, how do you need help? How do you need support? And I had to think about that a lot because sometimes I'd be like, I don't know what I need. And I had to learn like, okay, when I'm feeling this way, what is helpful and what is not helpful? Telling me to calm down is not helpful. It will not help me. (laughs) It will only make me feel like I am this abnormal individual who's overreacting and I just can't calm down. That doesn't do it for me. It just doesn't. Asking people to just sit there with me, to kind of remind me that this is going to pass, just like every other time, reminding me like, hey, Leah, remember when this happened before? Remember how you're here now? This too is going to pass. Or just even applying that pressure, giving me a hug, holding my hand. My dad even had to go around the house and take away every health thing in the house and hide them because I was obsessively checking, right? I would have the thoughts. I would have the compulsion. I would have the behavior. It would be obsessive. I was checking it and checking my heart rate. I was checking my temperature. I was checking myself. I took so many COVID tests in 2021. I took so many. I bought so many. So for me, my dad had to support me by taking away the things that was facilitating my anxiety. He has my Apple Watch now. I don't have an Apple Watch anymore because he knows how much that affects me to see the heart rate come up. And then I just, I stare at it. And when the heart rate comes up in the gym, like that's all I focus on and I no longer focus on the workout. So my dad has been a huge support in that way for me when it comes to my anxiety. But on top of that, my cousins, my friends, they've been, again, they find ways to say, hey, how can I help you? How can I support you in this space? in this season of life that you're in right now. So it taught me how to ask for help. It taught me how I need people to show up for me or how I need to show up for myself, right? And showing up for myself took, I had to take into account like, okay, Leah, you do have to take care of yourself, right? So we need to take our vitamins. We need to drink water. We need to eat meals, right? Like we need to get those meal in. We need to emphasize that sleep. The socialization part with whatever makes you feel comfortable, but also healthy challenges as well. Um, You know, what, what makes me feel good, right? What will make, what will help me 
kind of manage my anxiety, right? So it, it forced me to understand what I need, what I need to do for myself too. But if I'm not able to do so, who can I ask for help, right? But it also taught me, and this is what I'm most grateful for, is the fact that things <laughs> things that are presently happening sometimes feel so much bigger than what it will be in a year. I felt like in the midst of the thick of my anxiety, this was all my life was going to be. And it was overwhelming. It was, it was a lot for me. And I never thought I would be, I would never thought I would be here today. Right. And I'm giving myself even a round of applause now because my anxiety 2021 would have never allowed me to have a party at my house. This year, I had a cousin's like kickback in August, and I'm having literally another small gathering here in October. My anxiety would have never allowed me to do that in 2021. So there are strides. So I'm grateful that I was able to see that times may be hard now. And I know it's really easy to say, give things time, but taking just things one day at a time within a year, it has all kind of elapsed and you're just like, oh, wow, this is where I am. Right. So not forcing a result, not forcing an outcome, but flowing with it. Right. Learning what you need, what you want, who can support you, what additional resources that you need all those things, right? And taking it just a day by day basis can be really helpful. And I understand for me that I, my anxiety may not be as intricate or as extreme as other people who have anxiety, right? And I completely understand that. So what works for me may not work for everyone else. Sometimes it takes that extra resource to be able to navigate someone's anxiety, right? But for me, these were the things that really helped me and what I learned. And I was grateful that I was able and still still actively working on my anxiety, right? Like for me right now, to be very honest, taking my booster shot, I'm super anxious, right? I, I'm absolutely anxious. There's a lot of thoughts that go through my head whenever I have to take the booster shot or the shot in general or any shot. And I constantly have to kind of talk myself through it. So today I'm proud that I did it because I wanted to like not do it. And then I said, you know what, Aaliyah? You made the appointment. The first step is just driving there. The second step is just getting in there. And I did that. I did all those things and it was difficult, right? But I'm really proud of myself because my thoughts were coming in. My thoughts were thinking worst case scenarios. My thoughts were thinking that this is not a good idea. You need to go. And if I had gone into my thoughts, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I allowed my thoughts to technically win. And I had to keep saying to myself like, hey, like, 
I don't have control over what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I kind of just have to let it happen. I have to be okay with what whatever does happen. Because in life, I really don't have that much control. For me, my anxiety is the control piece, right? The OCD behaviors that I have, that's the control. The need for control shows up in many different areas, especially in my health. But I know that I like I want to keep healthy. I want to be able to be healthy for the people in my life. And so that's important for me. So that being said, I'm really proud of myself for doing the thing that I did today. And I'm grateful that I was able to hold up on my appointment today, right? A year ago, I canceled my shots like four to five times. So today I actually did it and I went through with it. So I'm really, really, really glad about that. So that being said, for those who feel like they struggle with anxiety or they know someone who's struggling with anxiety, take it one day at a time, okay? When we look at our anxiety, sometimes it feels like this impending doom that's never going to go away. It sucks. Take it one day at a time. One step at a time is all that we can do. All right. And I'm proud of you for trying. I'm proud of you for continuing to try each day to waking up and trying your best in whatever capacity that looks like for you. So I just want to thank you all so much for listening to my podcast this week. I almost messed up that line there. But thank you all so much. I really do appreciate it each week. And I appreciate you sitting here as I am currently feeling some of the side effects of this shot right now. But that being said, I'm so grateful that you're all here. I just want to say thank you again for all the newcomers and the returners. Thank you. I can't say thank you enough. I really can't. And if you know someone or, you know, you want to share this on your story, right? Share this with them. Share this with a family member, a friend. Leave a comment or review on whatever platform you're listening to. And follow me on side underscore grace Instagram. Thank you all so much. And I hope you have a wonderful week. I can't wait for you to hear the next podcast episode.